0: I need to get way closer this time. Yeah, that's good. We're just waiting for someone to say something in the chat room that says, Hey, we're doing this. Oh, there we go.
1: Very cool.
0: Welcome back. Uh, This is regular car reviews podcast. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Nick. Uh, I have a slight throat infection, hence the frog voice. And it's something you've heard uh, in uh, today, this Monday's uh, video, and you will hear in next week's video uh, because I recorded it yesterday. So there's going to be this thing going on. It didn't help that I went out on Saturday night uh, to Lancaster Brewing Company and, uh uh-oh, error message on the computer. Windows computers. Oh, it's oh, doing that automatic uh, restart. No, you can restart four hours from now. Thank no, you. You very just much.
1: said restart now.
0: Oh, no. I dad clicked. What are we going to do? Cancel, 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 cancel. cancel, cancel. Did it happen are you time? sure you want to exit? No. Right, uh oh. <laughs> oh, are we starting over again? I think we are. <laughs> well, uh, hang on, the, money. the people who are listening to this on iTunes get to hear what happened in the uh, meantime. Yeah. Well, so wait. while I get this thing back up and running. Well, uh, wait,
1: I think we're still. Are, are we still podcasting? Wait, uh, there's going to be a delay. There is going to be a delay, but let me. uh... Oh,
0: well, while you're doing that, I'm just going to go back to YouTube again and see. Oh. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's gonna be
0: Oh, so there we are. We're, we're still, were still on going. It. Yeah, we're we guess- still going. Okay. Hey.
1: All right, cool. Yeah. Are we sure uh, we're going?
0: Oh yeah. It says we're on.
1: Yeah, but uh Lancaster Brewing Company, how'd that go?
0: That was a me posting a tweet that said I need to be uncomfortably social. Mm. So away I went to Lancaster Brewing Company and uh had a good night. I forgot my credit card. Uh, can I lean back doing this? Do I have the articulation with this mic stand? Do I have more articulation? There we go. That seems good.
1: Let's get that bro lean in. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Do I have more articulation? Yeah, that's that's, that's close enough. I can kind of see the screen from here so nice. I forgot my credit card Mm. realizing I'm gonna have a night out of uh, local brews I get to the bar uh, I order a beer open my wallet and see the empty space where my credit card normally is Hmm. and then I go oh no so I open my cash portion of the wallet and see dollar bills in there yeah they're all singles mm. so the beer was five dollars and i had six dollars and i'm like well okay this we're good now <laughs> i got yeah. a beer and then people started coming up and uh oh that was my cough drop
1: oh all right yeah, that... i just pulled off the
0: couch <laughs> i was like wait that why left are you... a residue Whatever yeah. I got an immune system. Yeah, or maybe this is why my tonsils are swollen mm. and they've been swollen for a week.
1: Oh, you haven't had your tonsils out either.
0: No, no
1: neither. have I. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then they uh, You know they hurt and they swell and then they stay swollen mm. so I PayPal'd a girl named Sam 50 bucks on PayPal. I'm like look here's PayPal Uh mm. This will cover everything," she said. "We could cover you or something like that," and I felt cheap as How everybody just said, "Well, we'll cover you, Mister Regular." And I'm like, "You're not doing that." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I PayPal'd her uh, fifty dollars and just said, and I think I spent like twenty or something because mm. I, I, I think I had two beers. People kept coming in. I saw my good friend Jess, and then we started talking, and then I also. Invited an OkCupid date <laughs> to the car meet nice and Here's why I did that because I think I'm I'm more entertaining when there's other people around mm. than I am just one-on-one because you know, I just apart from here because we're talking to people on the internet, but I Just sort of shut down. Yeah, and I retreat back into my head uh, back or back into my notebook and that's the real me. Mm. So, I can ham. I can act one-on-one like a more interesting version of myself. And that can work for two dates. Um, and it's weird because I either don't talk about regular car reviews. Mm. and Or I do, and then the conversation becomes so what's that like
1: mm, Yeah.
0: and then like you know that is a good two-hour conversation talking about the stuff we did but does it come off as humble bragging yeah
1: well i mean when i got back from new zealand when or when we got back and i got back home a lot of the people would ask oh so how was new zealand because they knew you know intellectually why i was out there but it's also something where I didn't have anything to report. I mean, I had things to report, but it's a lot of it were conversations. I didn't feel like having because then you have to start way back at the front. And really, I just talked about, you know, some of the dis differences, things that I could be done with yeah. inside of 90 seconds. Yeah. And then we can just move on because I don't feel like talking about it. Yeah. Um. Not because it was bad. It was quite the opposite. It was wonderful, but yeah. I don't, feel like having a blow-by-blow blow of, you know, the vo- bleh, the vocal equivalent of making them all watch slides. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not something that interests me to do or them to hear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: I miss New Zealand dearly. Mm. I am coming back. It'll probably just be me. Because mm. uh, I want to go to, because I didn't go to the South Island. Um, it was, you know, for for most of the New Zealand trip, yeah, we saw New Zealand, but we saw it through the window of a moving car. Yeah. And I wanted to go and get exhausted. I had a very nice time hiking with Juliet and Bryce Johnson and their dog Tui. Oh, the eternal um, tahi Fe- tahi. Yeah. The eternal fetching dog.
1: Yeah. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes over the fence.
0: I wish I had more footage of tahi jumping over a chain a barbed wire fence or running through it sideways yeah it would run in
1: between the wires i just have one video uh, and you know throw the stick or no a ball it was juliet throwing that launching that ball yeah into the where you know the other animals were and it just boing, <laughs> and just over it's like oh there he goes the
0: dog is a like some sort of sheep herding dog yeah that always needs something to do yeah and if bored it will herd things were you there when no i think you this was the day i think you you stayed back um at the um airbnb mm. and i was over at the johnson's farm and the dog started hurting the cat but huh. it was just the dog and the cat in the living room The cat was walking around, being a cat, looking for a place to sit down. And doing that move where a cat isn't content with any of its surroundings, like, this chair? No, not this chair. Under the table? No, underneath the table. Just sort of prowling around its domain. Yeah. And uh, Tahi wasn't having that. Like, you've got to be herded to a safe place, so the dog... Mouth closed, head down, um, pointed, like with its body, at the cat. Wherever the cat was, the dog kept it in that spot. Hmm. When the cat tried to move out of an invisible line, say a foot around it, the dog would go to the opposite side of the cat and say, No, you belong here. And it kept forcing through proximity the cat to stay in one place Mm. anytime it moved in one direction the dog went around to that direction and put it back where it was yeah herding the cat to this little spot by the table he
1: did that with the piglets yeah well i mean in the for the brief period of time that he could catch up with them Mm -hmm. which i think he was just kind of letting them get away but Mm -hmm. it was mostly they would try to you know, move to a certain part and get sort of scampered over mm-hmm. into the far end of the little field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know, Taki he was just very um, active dog between the whole like jumping into the little swimming pool mm-hmm. and uh, always like dropping down the stick, looking up like, mm-hmm. what, what are what are we gonna do about this? <laughs> um, you know, your balls in your court. Yeah, but yeah, it was very. Um, I think. It's it's a kind of uh shepherding dog mentality mm-hmm. of hey, I I'm going to do the thing that I'm really good at all the time mm-hmm. and everywhere. Yeah. All so, the
0: time and everywhere. And I exciting. asked Julia about it and she said, Oh yeah, well, what, what ha what Tahi wants is for the cat to lay down and not move. And once the dog is laying down and not moving, uh Tahi will be satisfied and then leave the room. Mm. And now the computer is saying, "Do you want to restart?" But
1: so no. post
0: poo. Remind me in four hours. Postpone. There we there go. There
1: we go. It always it always picks the like the worst possible moment to do that. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. I miss New Zealand. Uh, what are S- strangely
1: enough, I kind of miss. L.A. This is the first time that I've been to L.A. The coming back, where I actually realized I kind of like this place, um, because we did the smoking tire, yeah, and then after that, like you went to go meet up with a friend, yeah, and
0: Aubrey I, yeah, uh, she, uh, she's not too big on social media unless I'm looking in the wrong place, uh, she. Uh, Zach Clapman knows Zach Clapman and Zach Clapman from the Smoking Tire. Uh, knows Aubriana because they both went to Burning Man. Aubriana built and I was, we were talking about this with uh Matt. Unless you weren't in the car, unless this is where before we were meeting up at the ramen place. Um, Aubriana built a version of Zolt, the Zoltar machine. Hmm. you know that fortune telling machine
1: yeah from big yeah yeah
0: but instead of a a a facsimile of a man inside it's a raptor called zolta (laughs) raptor and it works like you turn the crank and it will give you a fortune but all it does is scream at you (laughs) (laughs) and then it'll and then there's some mechanism inside that she made uh obriana worked for universal So she was a set builder and now she's going independent, although she's probably going to work like one or two days a week just to stay with the union. And uh, she says, I'm probably just going to be doing demolition, which is like breaking down set walls. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, uh, she built a little uh, contraption so that after the raptor's done screaming at you, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, it'll kick out like a token or a piece of candy.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Kind of like a gumball machine. But she said you can also climb inside the machine because it's just like a raptor head and torso and like the back of it is open. So you can crouch inside of this, look out through a piece of, um, oh, what's that fabric that you can look through? It's like a like gauze or something. Mm. They have it on every stage, I think. I don't know if they had it at my school where if you're backstage, you can look through the curtain out at the audience. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Um, you can do that. And there's a microphone, which you can then talk through the Raptor and the jaw is articulated. Huh. So it'll move up and down based on your volume. Nice. So, and she had some pictures of her at burning man and like oh. people freaking out and talk, <laughs> talking to this thing. And, yeah. um, oh. anyway, so, so that was Aubrianna. So yeah, yeah. I, I went to visit her and you had your own side I had, thing.
1: I had my own adventure. I went to the Peterson automotive museum cause I'd never been there before. Uh, and it was kind of strange because I went there looking for the things that I had thought were there, and they weren't there, like the, I don't know, like the gold-plated Delorean or the Dale. Um, and I didn't find those, but I did take the uh vault tour, which was like an extra thirty bucks, but worth it just because you had these oddities like, you know, Fred Astaire's. 1923 rolls royce with his you know top hat and cane in the trunk which they didn't really open anyway but uh had you know nixon's lincoln continental where if you got or if you shot at it the it it would go through the window and then the windows were would uh darken just so basically you got one shot uh, one clear shot at the president really and then it was you know I'm morbid yeah it's very morbid and uh they had grease lightning with this holy totally just non-functional sort of acrylic hood which made no sense um but I guess you know showbiz and um I don't know they had the um Porsche 92 ish. I don't know it's it, Tom Cruise learned to drive stick on it during Risky Business. Okay. It was just like a strange they they just had these little oddities um you know this Porsche that was still before they renamed it the 911 for okay. international things uh it, it was just a very uh lively little experience and then I ended up taking a trip down to the walk of fame because i was going to do all the touristy nonsense that you know because i'm like i i don't i don't mind saying that when i travel i'm kind of a tool about it of like i want to do all the stupid touristy things that you would want to do and so i go down there and um the guy dropped my lift driver drops me off at the palladium i i think it's the palladium and uh there's a sold out show for the singer dua lipa and she's british and on the up and up and whatever and so there's like a a line wrapping around and as i'm walking uh there is this guy with his back to sort of um sunset boulevard like right at the intersection Mm -hmm. and i'm seeing you know liquid falling down i'm kind of confused and i'm thinking like he's not doing what i think mm-hmm. he's doing with all these people in line around and i turn look to the side and i catch an iphone i'm like yep that is a dick <laughs> i'm going to keep what walk- i do not know what i expected but yeah he was like totally you know had his john whipped out and just taken a leak on the ground and this is broad daylight you mm-hmm. know just in the fullness of the late afternoon and uh yeah, it was just kind of strange. And then by the same token, as I'm going down the like proper walk of fame with the, the little stars and everything, I see no less than probably like four people who look like John Leguizamo. It's really weird. weird. It's just, um, yeah. I went to this little uh, bar whose name I can't even remember and just sat there and got some good people watching in. Yeah. Because that's kind of, you know, it's strange because... The Walk of Fame, like, when you're looking around, because I dropped by the Pantages Theater, which is where the Oscars used to be held during the golden age of Hollywood, and they were doing a in the musical there that night, so you couldn't really go in. Mm. But uh, it just looks like any other stretch of city. Like, there's okay. nothing inherently Hollywood about it. It's mm. just an L.A. place. You know, like, if you've been to L.A., like, the outskirts... Like we've been to before, then you've mostly been down in L.A. proper, if that can be called L.A. proper, right. because it feels the same for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's it doesn't it almost doesn't feel as touristy down there as say the equivalent New York yeah. would. When you go
0: to Times Square, you know you're in some sort of nexus.
1: Yeah, that if you're from New York, this place is not for you. Yeah. This place is for the people who don't get to come here, who maybe they're only going to be here once. Right. You know, if ever. And, yeah. you know, people are. It's going to be, oh, the thing from the thing. Yeah. And that's kind of how. I don't know. Like, I. I mean, I didn't go to the Chinese theater or anything, but it was one of those. uh, I felt like I saw a good amount of things. I got a free ticket to go to an L. Ron Hubbard museum, which as I was walking by, because I walked in looking for a bathroom and like a trash can. And so I had to feign interest in the building I walked into. 2P. Yeah, 2P. And I'm just kind of like looking around and uh, the clerk there he's like oh well you know and she gives me like a rundown of information about you know well do you know about are you familiar with l ron hubbard about his teachings and behind her there's like a wall of dianetics books for sale yeah and i'm just kind of like i i had to play a feign ignorance and just say well, well i've heard of them i don't really know about the teachings and then i'm like oh shoot now you're opening a a, a window for her to kind of you know well let me speak to you of the wonders (laughs) and uh, it's but luckily she didn't do that she just gave me a ticket because she's like well the museum is it takes about an hour to do the tour and i'm like oh well i only have like 15 minutes before i get picked up which wasn't true at all but i uh she just gave me like a ticket for another one i still have it it's like with my passport because i never got rid of it Uh so it's just something that's like in the you know leaflet and it's show just, it
0: to me sometime i'd like to see what that looks like yeah it's
1: literally just kind of one of those things where like if you go down to any body shop around here and it'll have those little things of like uh 25 off your hershey park ticket okay it but it, but it's it's of it's on richer stock i okay. guess so it's nice but and it had this bust of l ron hubbard's head and face whatever um against a backdrop like an indoor waterfall yeah that it was it was just kind of strange in that um i was kind of interested of what does the tour even look like do they give you all these different uh projections well i guess you they wouldn't give you the origin story because you have to get to a certain level to hear it but
0: is it going to be better or worse than the coventry transport museum where we're invisible picketers yell at you
1: yeah. <laughs> oh i feel persecuted <laughs> but also i'm getting an education but yeah that was my weird day and then i met up with you and matt fair or matt at uh the
0: ramen place. ramen place yeah. which is really good yeah yeah like the calmness of new zealand is difficult to find an analogy for within the u.s but here we go if you can recall the pleasantness of all the congregation as they leave sunday service and are milling around in the narthex the the lobby of the church Wait, the narthex is at the lobby? I don't know. The church lobby. And outside as you pull around the Cadillac DeVille for grandma to pick her up, how everyone is not feigning nicety. They're generally pleasant with each other cuz they just had this their 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 weekly whatever you want to call church is. And a feeling of unity comes over you that you wish would stay for the entire week. Mm. In that moment, um, the pastor is still shaking hands with people. Uh, Some people are still in their choir robes. Little kids are running around, but they're not climbing on anything. It feels like it just rained, but the sun is shining you're thinking about lunch and it's you know 11 a.m that is the feeling of new zealand all the time
1: yeah at all points the fullness of the day is ahead of you yeah Hmm.
0: night comes as a by the way (laughs) oh that's good that's that's good that's good yeah shit I, I, night comes you. as a by-the-way, <laughs> oh, We gotta
1: find a. Uh, I right. have, I have my... Mm. So what's the chat saying? I have no idea. Mm.
0: Night comes New Zealand, night comes as a by-the-way.
1: Someone asked if would the average American like New Zealand, which I can't imagine they wouldn't because it's foreign, but it's just familiar enough. Yeah. Uh, Now, granted, we went to the familiar side of it. Right. Rather than the side that's truly foreign, I suppose, in that I suppose we'd... Well, not even I suppose. I would assume that we don't really have anything that would be like the South Island. I mean, we have our own lovely structures and natural formations, but I can't think that the land here in anywhere in the country would necessarily be as unspoiled. Yeah. So...
0: The Grand Canyon, eh. which I've never seen, which is a lie because my parents brought me when I was like two. Yeah. Like, okay, what a kid has... At two-year-old, do you even have that depth perception?
1: Probably they not. They told me all
0: I did was pick up bottle caps. Mm. Because why wouldn't you? You're two. That's what's in front of you, and they're, yeah. Color, they're colorful. Yeah. Um,
1: you don't want to look at a giant chasm.
0: It's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point. I have no concept of time. <laughs> My end... In- <laughs> uh... Um... One
1: month is one twenty-fourth of my life. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 almost strange that that's the big, you know, family vacation destination. I keep thinking back to you know those Nickelodeon afternoons where there would always be an episode where somebody of whatever, where like, we're going to the Grand Canyon, like with Doug, with uh, Pete and Pete, and they get into the race with that other family of who's yeah. going to get to the Grand Canyon first. And it's just kind of, I I mean, maybe if I were there, I would get it, but I don't think I'm going to get it because a lot of the times I guess maybe just, you know, nature doesn't do it for me mm. um, because I was always kind of like an architecture person more than a nature guy. Okay. Uh, so when we were uh, in, I think Wellington and we were passing all those art deco buildings okay, and I was just like, oh man, that's so cool. Yeah? It's it looks like the Rocketeer oh. all the time, mm-hmm. and, or or like something out of Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I love like nature's nice. Like I loved Peha Beach, um, mm-hmm. and and that other smaller beach that we went to with the you know cove that didn't echo.
0: Yeah, that was still in like the Piha area.
1: Yeah, it was very very nice. Yeah, um, and it was wonderful just sitting up in that little like rock formation that. Mm-hmm sort of laddered itself uh but yeah i don't i don't know grand canyon is just kind of a
0: we flew over it yeah like i think every time we go to la you fly over it or close to where you can see it mm. um but if i went to the grand canyon i'd be more interested in the hover round riding <laughs> uh midwestern uh sorry to knock on midwest but you know when i think of families on vacation that's kind of the tv trope is somebody from wisconsin
1: yeah we're here yeah i got nothing
0: yeah um with the one family member on the hover around mobility scooter Mm. like this is it and they're trying to have a kodak moment (laughs) no one says that anymore (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that's right. That's one of those things of do they even know what we're talk what we mean anymore, what a Kodak moment is. Yeah. Um there there were, I forget where
0: we were. Oh, my family went, my, some of my family, used to live out in Seattle. So we went to like Mount Rainier and there were little plaques as you walked around the sort of big foresty area um, with the redwoods and everything. And there were signs, like, this is a good Kodak moment. Like, they'd put this little podium mm. where a good view was. Like, you can take your picture here. And they had, like, a little diagram of people facing the correct way away from the sun so they weren't backlit. Mm. Or facing into the sun so you had your back to the sun. Stuff like that. mm I was talking to Corey Walton, uh, for those watching, Corey Walton owns a Subaru Outback that was one of the first RCR videos. And Mm. she and I were, uh, college roommates in grad school. And she said when she came back from Sweden, the, the foreign depression or where this isn't where I was Mm. feeling, she said it lasted like two months. Yeah. I hope the, uh, uh, post new zealand blues won't hang around in the spring um, depends what the weather is i kind of forgot about them that those two warm days last week yeah i rode my motorcycle a lot so uh so that helps um anyway we need to have like guests or something but we do this in the middle of the day on monday when all real people are at work
1: yeah and there's no real consistency like we could do it on any time between
0: Monday and Thursday. One guy says, quiet microphones. Mm. Well, really? Eh. I, ha- I have the audio up all the way. I mean, I could turn them up more on uh, on uh, the mixer down there. Main auxiliary. That's phones, main auxiliary. Hey, Jay says, have you been to 3C since you came back, since you mentioned it and that car wrecked into it? No, I didn't go back to 3C's. 3C's uh, is now the only place around that does breakfast because the place I used to like closed. Um, yeah, they're still open. I see people in there. But man, I'll tell you what. Everywhere in New Zealand, those breakfast. Every single place we went into had their... Their poached eggs and their eggs Benedict down.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: it was Andrew or Caswell, uh, Caswall, Caswell. No, no, no. Yeah, that's right. I was calling Caswell Caswell, and everybody's so damn nice in New Zealand. No one corrected me. Caswall Parker. Um, Burgundy Burnout says, "When are you guys going to be ready to do more reviews in Pennsylvania? I'm headed there next month to see family, and we'll bring my O2 Firebird GNX." um we're filming tomorrow uh it's gonna be our first dealer car um yeah only been doing this for four years and now finally got a dealer car Mm. i wonder why no dealers once want anything to do with us so yeah um but you know you're not it's it's going to be a very good car to come it's very american so awesome uh one guy asked has you have you ever gotten emotional over selling or losing a car i got emotional when i sold my mr2 but i got happy emotional in that i know it's uh right now my white mr2 is in malibu california um which i probably should have maybe gone visited visited while we were down there and eh. eh, next time as well we as were
1: malibu. in malibu for like a, a cup of coffee
0: yeah we went to we went to malibu kitchen you know, maybe we'll see someone famous, but we saw a really clean nine four four, and the guy behind the counter was like annoyed that he has customers. <laughs> that was kind of like how his face looked.
1: And there was that uh, Harley meet. Of, yeah, it was just random in the middle of this parking lot, and um, I don't know. It, it was, it was just kind of. It, the strangest part of that was me looking for about half of. Being around me is me looking for a bathroom, because when you have IBS, you're always looking for a bathroom, but uh, went in Ch- to Chipotle, and apparently to access their bathroom, you need a key code that you get from your receipt. Wow. So, and then it's like, uh, it's just very annoying. Uh, so, I ended up finding this burger place where I could, you know, take a leak instead, because I didn't want to be going in the street like the guy at the Palladium, so...
0: Kakarine says, which is better for $25,000, a Porsche 996 or a 1965 Mustang Fastback? Those are two very different cars that do very different things. The 1965 Mustang Fastback is going to be welcome at every place you go, with the exception of a Porsche meet and mm-hmm. maybe a Ferrari meet. Um,. The nice things about Mustangs, classic or any Mustang, really, with the exception of maybe like the weird late 70s and early 80s uh, four cylinders, um, all the parts are available and Summit Racing exists. And that's a 1965. Open Summit Racing, there's everything. So that's going to be the cheaper, honestly, a, yeah, a, a classic Mustang uh, for as high price as they go because they are Mustangs. you know. Pick any part, and there's five different people competing for for your dollar uh, for uh, replacement parts. So I'd say get the 65 Mustang Fastback. It's going to be way easier to sell it, I'm assuming you're in America. Carla Vine says, you guys still coming up on a Northeast tour? Uh, as of now, no. I'm gonna at some point, but as of now, no. Uh, right now, um it uh nick and i were talking before this it may be just me it may be both of us uh i at least me is coming to austin but we're going to be spending a lot of time at harris hill raceway um to finally get me in a race car so it's going to be us hopefully steph schrader uh, david mcnewitt i think from uh, lemons uh, and that's going to be the last weekend in april um, someone up again asked me about Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Um Chicago I think would be a fun thing for us to fly in and not film reviews. Cause we already filmed reviews in Chicago and there wasn't much to do. I think Chicago would be neat just to take the GoPros. Yeah. And just go out there for a long weekend
1: rent one of those downtown bicycles <laughs> just like oh we're bicycling <laughs> through chicago with cameras on our heads
0: uh yeah like, or, or do something or, like that or i I, t- I could take that and maybe like the um the chess cam yeah and just sort of hang out in chicago uh um what's his name with the marauder um derrick dominic mm. dominic with the marauder he lives in chicago Yes, friend, he does. Uh, Mike Steinberg lives in Chicago. Who else lives out there? Um,
1: Carol. Ki- Carol. Kirill? Kirill, I, I don't know how. With the Conquest? Yeah.
0: Lives out there and his friend. So yeah, like, have have a vacation where we actually do vacation stuff. Yeah. It'll be nice. We can do that thing where we go separate ways. Um, there'll be no problem getting rides. Um find a uh, a nice embassy hotel actually maybe we would stay north of chicago i think there's one near mike's house there's like a few hilton brands that may be cheaper and if people are around you're like a half hour from the city yeah so instead of staying in the city because Lyft exists and getting around is no problem if you don't spend mind spending a little dollar bills
1: Yeah, I think uh, L.A. kind of tamped down on whatever big city anxiety I might have had. Yeah. uh, Because it seems far less daunting now. But, I mean, again, it's like I've always been kind of a city guy anyway. Like one of my favorite places in the world is the friggin' Port Authority in New York City. You like that place. I love that place. I I hate that place. I don't even know why. I think it's because so much of it, it's a prelude to so many good times that I've had. Okay. But also kind of the hustle and bustle of... There's a million different stories going on and everybody's going somewhere else and some people are here for pleasure and others are just here to because this is part of the grind. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've always liked the Port Authority.
0: Are your jokes making you laugh? No. I don't know what that question means. I'm still waiting for a regular boat review. I'll do it and it's just me complaining that I don't like boats. Hmm. Uh, one guy called short shift says hi i know this is a little different than a normal car questions because have you ever had any issues with demonetization no no problems um more more motorcycles motorcycles. you will get that we did one motorcycle in new zealand something we can't get in the u.s and we'll also have to review one of these days when it gets warm my suzuki dr 650 that i bought yeah um so we've been going. Oh, there's only 38 minutes. Oh. I want to. It's it's kind of warm today, and it's kind of warm as in mid 50s. But, um. It's sunny out, and I do want to take the Falcon for a spin. Um. I would listen to you guys read books aloud. I can't get enough of your voices. What a kind thing to say.
1: Yeah, it's very nice, thank Matt, you, Matt, Minor. Um... The, uh... Alan
0: Fisher says, Would you ever do a train review? There was one person, uh, well, maybe more than one person, who said they had trains for us. I don't know. <sighs> the logistics of filming it would be bizarre. Let's get a follow train. <laughs> uh. I think there'd be so many laws and safety laws concerning can I get close to the track? And film it as it goes by yeah. no oh well you can be far away uh, trains since I have no memory of them they're not part of my past I look at them as trains to me I, I understand their incredible significance toward freight and uh, national logistics but trains to me is something that holds up tra- trains are something that hold up traffic um, I think it's kind of romantic to ride one it's like an amusement park ride that isn't fast or exciting yeah and it's something that makes people over 60 convulse oh uh trains are some a train is something that makes some uh needs to be better a train is something which makes aarp cards uh, a train is something that makes someone uh, you'd have to compact this but a train is something that makes older pennsylvanians convulse with something nostalgia convulse with giddy nostalgia mm. convulse It needs to be a better word than aroused.
1: It aggravates the Mayberry gland. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It's just, yeah. like yeah, we're back in the good old days. Uh, I went to the subreddit to see if there were any questions there. R slash regular car reviews, and there's a dedicated thread called Ask RCR. Uh, This uh, person, the game messer, just says, any advice for a substitute teacher? Because we've spoken. Children
0: can smell fear. Pretty All much. All you have to do is act like a teacher. Um, the good thing about being a substitute teacher is that your job is to hand out bathroom passes, hand out homework. Um, I was able to ride on my authoritative voice. mm mm-hmm you walk in there dressed like a teacher talking like a teacher they'll accept you as a teacher if you're wishy-washy at any point kids are going to eat you alive um, and the phrase you know we can uh was delivered uh we had uh, when i uh went through the the program for the pennsylvania guest teacher program which is like this two-day thing you have to go through to be a substitute teacher. It's it's just a lip service thing. But on the last day, they had uh, one student from the school board of one of the schools in the district come in and say, Hi, um, I'm a student uh, here. And he talked a little bit about the school. And then someone asks, what can you expect? And this 17-year-old young man just looked at a crowd of you know 40 year olds and said we can smell fear if you're afraid we're gonna walk all over you <laughs> and you know some people try substitute teaching and they have forgotten what it's like to be a student which I've never really grown up so substituting was always easy because I could understand uh, the frustration within students because goddamn school sucks (laughs) it's terrible and i think i acknowledge that like a lot of this you don't need but here's some things you do need and suddenly people the students sit up straighter like oh we're getting some real information here yeah and you've said it i've said it and i've heard students say it for me wow i really learned something today which is a gigantic insult to the American education system because so much of it is busy work to get to get you ready for the state tests. Yeah. And here I go on my soapbox again. If you want to save education, get rid of the education department and have every school operate under the directives of that building principal. The schools will be amazing. The downside of that is that a lot of people in Harrisburg or and, you know, a lot of people in your state are going to lose their jobs. They won't vote for someone who's going to eliminate a lot of do-nothing jobs in the state capitol. Who also will not benefit from this are lazy teachers or teachers who are now phoning it in or the type of people who realize that this was a mistake, this was a career mistake, but now they're hanging on with gritted teeth, eyes focused on their pension. There's at least three teachers in every building who's just doing this for a pension. Sounded like a good idea, but they're not quitting, because the money's good. So...
1: It's weird. As a substitute, and as a tutor, sorry, but it's... My advice would always be, don't be a hero. Of just go in there, do the, the, the hall passes and the bathroom passes and whatever and just sort of you know you're not there to like you're there to fill in but you're not there to replace in a sense that like you're not there to necessarily fill in the gaps for Mm. the teacher when they're not there you know unless you're one of those long-term substitutes right where you know she's out on maternity leave or he's out getting one of his you know snowboarding knee injuries fixed Meh. but i don't know it's just a
0: thing that happened to somebody no teacher was after snowboarding but accident? i just
1: imagine that's something that would happen mm. uh i don't know why i imagine it would happen but sure let's go with
0: that one guy in the comments there says did you review a sheep in new zealand indeed we did it's gonna be a very short review uh but it's gonna it's i think it's gonna be last Mm. Save save that goodie for last.
1: Yeah. There was someone up top who asked, uh, is something going on with Nick and Angela White? Did, did you see that? T- yeah, I t- saw t- that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, no, that's great. I love like when she tweets my stuff. It's great. No, Angela White is a very, 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 very famous porn star who like, we tweet sometimes like back and forth. And uh i announced on that like amazon now does physical pressings of the rcr album which Mm -hmm. i didn't realize so i ordered one and got it in the mail in like two days because being a prime member is awesome and i was just like oh man this is cool because it's like me and a cd but also like i look on back and it's like you know you're on it and Mm -hmm. well like not your face but i mean like your you know on the album and Mm -hmm. you know my brother and my sister and all these other things my friend brad and it's just insane to me and then you know angela's like oh can i be your number one groupie and there was some guy who came on like a jerk and was saying oh you know feed the trolls yeah exactly it's just you don't really want people to necessarily uh be i don't know just be cool somebody is having fun in a way i don't like yeah, yeah, pretty much that, and it's just, uh, people just need to shut up, for the most part. I, I don't know, just be cool to each other. It's not hard, shouldn't be hard, but alas, here we What's are. What's
0: my opinion on charter schools? My opinion on charter schools is that they are only as good as the staff who staffs them. Um, sometimes they're better than public schools, sometimes they're not. Charter schools are like Lyft drivers. Some are good. Some suck ass. Some don't want to do it. Like, like, weird grumpy guy that took us to the, uh, took us to LAX. He was all right. I think I rated him a four out of five, though. Like, when we were leaving LA, coming back, he, he, he made, he, he made some awkward joke about typical America, one guy digging a hole, four people watching.
1: That, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember him now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Um, then he was honking at people, and...
1: And he got, yeah, he got very annoyed. Although, I can't really... He was making
0: airport runs, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, the guy that he honked at kind of had it coming in the sense that they weren't really indicating, and then they just sort of went for it. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but I'm not entirely sure I do, it's just... It was strange, because it was a rotating, like a revolving door of Lyft drivers. Yeah. um, And... It's kind of hard to keep any of it straight after a while of just, you know, it's crazy now that, you know, even a few years ago, those didn't, that wasn't an option. You had to go for a taxi cab and you'd end up waiting forever to get picked up and then, you know, paying an exorbitant rate. I mean, it took, it cost me maybe $20 to like get to you at the, 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 ramen place yeah and that was that that
0: was across town
1: yeah. yeah um
0: and that was from hollywood to wherever we were i don't know where we were
1: yeah i i remember um i went i went to rochester on new year's eve and the uber to go like 15 miles was something like 50 bucks because it was a... Oh, yeah, it was New Year's. Yeah, it was New Year's. So it was surge pricing. But it was also this thing of where I wonder if I'd have gotten better rate with Lyft because I didn't have Lyft at the time. Uh-huh. So it's something that, meh, I don't know. I don't know. Ridesharing companies, it is what it is. But, right. I mean, I still paid less than I would have with a taxi cab, probably. Yeah. Of just... Because then, you know tipping isn't made easy on your phone yeah it, you gotta have like singles on you and money and things i don't know
0: everybody keeps asking what happened to the intern <laughs> he completed his internship and and now ben wright is doing his own things one yeah. guy asked how's red betty
1: oh uh, fine i took her in for inspection last week for state inspection because her sticker's up and uh had to get new brake wait no no new rotors uh new serpentine belt serpentine belt whatever yeah. um and uh new shocks so i don't know i, I just paid to have it done because it's like you're how are you not gonna just pay to have it done you know it's got to pass um and luckily my mechanic never has jerked me around about anything mm-hmm. It's just kind of saying you know well this is what needs to be done and it's always the best sort of rate because I've gone and gotten second opinions before, you know. Um which you know, it is what it's like when the fan broke in the damn thing. Um and I I was just kind of I don't know. Like I I got comfortable with my one spot, so I have a guy and yeah. you know, it's better to have a guy than to constantly be shopping around mm-hmm. because after a while when you build in a sort of consumer loyalty yeah. you don't have to worry that they're jerking you around now it could be like that episode of king of the hill where hank realizes later that the guy has been screwing him for 25 years by having him pay sticker price and making yeah. him think he was getting a deal but yeah you know that's future nick's problem like <laughs> if i'm getting screwed it's just you know and future Nick, he's whatever you know uh-huh. i don't i don't know that guy um so yeah red betty's doing fine uh and it's kind of a i, I don't know she's running well so i can't complain
0: yeah i still gotta go to like a hockey's or something like that and see if i can find you a new armrest for <laughs> the center thing.
1: yeah because the the little pad for the armrest in the center console just kind of came off and
0: that's going to be like 10 bucks or something yeah unless that unless i have to unbolt the whole assembly
1: except my arm isn't there enough for me to ever notice the only time i go in there um is the 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 only cigarette lighter the only working cigarette lighter is in there and i need that for the car charger right and to plug in my phone to listen to things so, hey
0: we're coming up here on an hour um i it's sunny out and i want to drive the falcon a little bit before it clouds up again um uh any particular questions i'll ask them now i know the weather is getting better because i just see the most dangerous car no demand beautiful i don't know what that means uh what's your opinion on mazda threes you know uh, i want a fiesta but i want to pay less <laughs> uh, Know what is it? Public versus homeschooling. Do you think it gets a better education? <laughs> I oh, wish, how Ro- good are your parents? Right?
1: I you wish know. Roman was more concise. I do too.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna review a track hawk.
0: You gonna, uh, anything big for 500,000? What? I don't know what that means.
1: Oh, uh, for 500,000 subscribers, since we're like 11,000 away.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, so. Uh, they're trying to... I, we'll think of something. Hey! You know.
0: What is the book? Okay. In one of the original RCR videos, there's this joke about the book, and I can't think about it. The book that you see, uh, stop-motion animation, it's animating its way through the screen, is actually an uh, old history book on Gettysburg, and I can't find that anywhere. The hmm. book disappeared. <laughs> I, I pulled it off the shelf at my parents' house, and I was like history of gettysburg because it, it was an old book like mm. from like the 1930s or something like that um how about reviewing do you want to review this do you want to review that Been sub for years thank you for all the commentary community commentary thank you i appreciate you answer my question about red betty i think every podcast you answer every time um like that um thoughts on this car thoughts on that car what is your unicorn car i bought it it was the mr2 q pick one car that is your dream i want to hear yours and roman's i like like some super thing i i found it the mr2 and it was good and it was terrible as a road trip car and i realized that that's the majority of what i do is road tripping the The foreignness of Holden Commodores is now gone after being in New Zealand. But again, there is no nice big four-door highway car that's fun in manual that we have. So just last night, I was looking at them on Search Tempest. Uh, There's one for sale in like Conshohocken for like Mm -hmm. $28,000. It's automatic, so I'm not buying it. And it has an r title which meant it was probably crashed into something lightly and then rebuilt yeah i have no problem um if it's a car i really want with an r title if i just know what the accident was yeah. um uh, you rarely have diesels in your videos are they just so rare well usually they're trucks out here or occasionally you know a diesel jetta but dieselgate stopped that so Uh, It's just a matter of who has one. I got to go out of my way to just, we'll do a Cummins and we'll make the Cummins jokes. (laughs) Um, So Chevy SS essentially, can it be had in manual? Of course it can be had in manual. I have yet to drive it. There's one waiting for me out in Pittsburgh to review. Um, Oh, I am going to be in Pittsburgh. I think the second weekend in April, I'm going to see the slackers at Mr. Smalls. Uh, and uh, do I want to film that SS while I'm out there? I may do it solo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, boo, 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 boo. Well, Justin Lose will be out there. so uh, And Tim Strickler probably would be game. So I would really need Justin Lose to do that because my car stick and then that sticks, So, yeah. Uh, uh, I could drive the Falcon out it may be still cool enough that i'd be comfortable enough driving that car out there. i've never done the falcon in a pittsburgh run and i kind of want to do it then. um my favorite beater car a car to just bang the crap out of uh a car that i don't feel bad if it gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Pontiac Grand Am. Nice. <laughs> Definitely something like that like 2001 Pontiac, Grand Am, Grand Prix, Oldsmobile, Olero, Oldsmobile, Cutlass Sierra. Don't give a shit. Man. Get rid of it.
1: Cutlass Sierras are a dime a dozen around here. Yeah. Ubiquitous.
0: Okay, Chevy SS and Pontiac G8, pretty much the same thing. Different generations. Pontiac, like the interior of an SS is like three levels higher than a G8. A 8 unfortunately as nice as it is and as nice as uh, I mean it's an LS engine so there you go but um, it's still early 2000s GM man in that interior it's as nice as it can be and it's not really a fault of the car it's just it it was born in the wrong decade Mm. Grand Am was a tragic car okay thank you very much for everybody else hanging out I will get a point of view of that crown uh, probably up tonight for tomorrow or something like
1: that. Yeah. And then probably RCR stories on Wednesday. Cause I'll either have it to you tonight or tomorrow, probably tomorrow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm Nick, I'm Brian. Thanks for chilling with us. Yep. Have a good week. You too. I, Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>